0: You know what happened when the Cascade dried up. The plant and bug people of our world took to the Great Salt Sea, kicking off half a century of pirate tides. They might say they're searching for the salmon to grant them a wish that will benefit everyone, but really, they're looking for adventure, forgiveness, anything better than the landlocked life that they were destined for. There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, so why don't we hear a different one? This is Join the Party Campaign 3, colon, Legends Across the Tides.
1: Wow, everything sounds
0: so different. People going different doo-doo-doo. So I'm, like, I'm getting so many different sensory experiences. <laughs> Ahoy, green folk. I'm Eric Silver, the saltiest DM on the sea, and we are doing some one-shots with some new friends here to kick off 2024. First, we have everyone's favorite permanent guest, but also uh, he's a permanent guest in my heart. It's Jasper Cartwright! <laughs>
2: Hi, it's Rumi in here. <laughs> <laughs> My heart's so big, you could fit inside of it. You do. It's be Eric Silva, big heart, big yeah. heart. So, hi, I'm very excited to be here. This is cool. We have someone new to
0: the multitude family of podcasts, uh, but I have loved their work for so long. It's Connie Chong.
3: It's Whoa! me, Connie Chong. Hello, happy to be here.
0: Uh, Connie, are you ready to be a plant and/or a bug person?
3: I'm so ready to be a plant and/or a bug person. I didn't want to choose, so you're gonna see what that means very soon.
2: We've been friends for a long time, and it feels like this is like the inevitable, like apex of our friendship that we would one day be bug or plant people together. You know what I mean? Like that just—it feels like this was always meant to happen at some point.
3: We're gonna work together to overthrow God. In this case, Eric. Yep. (laughs)
0: I'm okay with that. This is a blind shot, Eric. Uh,
4: But don't worry, we have an old friend here as well. It's Brandon James Grugel! It's-a-me! What up? I'm also in your heart, but for nefarious reasons. (laughs) And I'm fighting him (laughs) off. Don't worry. (laughs) I'm watching from the
3: sands. There's a lot of popcorn in your arteries.
2: That's
0: why I'm getting open-heart surgery over Christmas, so that I can just get Brandon out of there.
2: And the popcorn. Get the popcorn out while you're there. <laughs> the popcorn.
0: The popcorn are really in there. No, leave it, leave it. Damn. All right, the wonderful thing about all of this with new friends and old friends is that we have new characters that we're going to be playing here in the one-shot. I would love uh, for all of us to go around, tell us their names, what kind of plant and or bug person they are, and uh, there are just a little bit about them, including their su- uh, class and subclass class. So Jasper, why don't, why don't you start?
2: Yeah, I'm very excited to be playing Colo Terra. Colo Terra is a gigantic dung beetle, man. Yes. He's an ex-paladin. He used to be a paladin. He is no longer a paladin. He is a barbarian path of the giant. I'm very very excited. I've been playing around with this for a little while and I'm I, I'm very strong. He's a he's a very strong boy. And it's cool. <laughs> so that's all you got for now. I do want to talk about this for a
0: second, because you did mm-hmm. say it. Um, yeah. Why are you an ex-paladin? Because I, I've been thinking about this, and I want to
2: share it with you. My headcanon for Colo Terra is that he basically... Uh, something really horrific happened to him, and uh, he lost his faith. His faith was directly tied to his wings, which he no longer has. Yeah. And so he basically decided on a, a different path and is using his anger to channel what remnants of divine power he has remaining within him.
0: Hell yeah. You also are a man with no nation. You're unmoored. So you've been living on the the sea your entire time. So I've been thinking like at one point you found like a giant dandelion, Mm -hmm. which was like, oh, hell yeah, you can fly. Love that. Going to empower you. And then like as soon as you lost it, it's like, nah, dude, we're out. (laughs) We're out. I'm done. If you can't fly, you can't be a part of this whole thing.
2: You, sir, man, I I don't know what to tell you. It's literally the one thing that we have, is that we fly. You don't do that anymore. Uh, It was was a tough day, honestly. It was a real tough day. But now I'm real pissed, and I'm going back to find that dandelion. Incredible. Oh, and I do have a very exciting uh, voice for this character. So I'll I'll reveal that later. Incredible. Connie,
0: tell us about your character, please.
3: Yes, I'm gonna be playing Wongling, they he she for you all, lovely listeners tonight slash whatever time zone you're in. Uh, they are an orchid <laughs> mantis person. Oh, so yes. I, I did want to pick, so I'm doing both a plan and a hell. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we could do that.
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm
3: I'm cheating the game. That's what I like to do. Um they're a reborn, they have an interesting relationship with death. They're a warlock. And I learned like five hours before the recording that there are no death gods in this setting. So we're going with the planter, I think, maybe as one of their, like their patron. I'm not sure if that's exactly how it works out in this realm. But they do, they would worship and they would revere and respect whatever entities uh, control the tides between life and death. So if that's the planter, that's the person they would revere. Um, They are the ship's navigator. They're not, they are directionally challenged. They can't rotate objects in their head very well. Uh, But she does occasionally hear ominous, sinister whispers in her head that tell her where to go. And they've never steered the ship wrong since. So, listen to him, folks.
4: Yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yet. We haven't talked about death gods yet, but when you brought that up, I'm like, I don't know if we have one. Because it's like, I don't want like an Anubis weighing or or like a Saint Peter weighing your deeds at the end. My <laughs> idea was like, you know, when you take a seed from a bell pepper, and then you immediately plant that. Mm. That's what I kind of thought coming back to life as a reborn was. Was like, oh, you're just gonna, you're just replanting today how you're doing New Game Plus to like figure your shit out.
3: <laughs> yeah, I love that actually. I really, really love that bit of world building. And I think she's kind of similar to Kolo in some ways, as in he's also got a past that he's moving away from. That hurts a lot mm. because he did a lot of bad things before.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he mm. is now
3: like a kind of like space cadet, sweet, fluffy person. You'll, you'll get to know them very soon.
2: I got a fun idea for how Wong Ling's uh, story <gasps> might end though. You know? She's ju- she's just up here, new Death God.
3: <laughs> like. uh, yes, I th- I seriously thought you were gonna say Cola's gonna fucking kill her. <laughs> I would have been prepared for
0: that. Wong Ling with like plastic gloves, using tweezers to like pull people's souls and replanting them. I really <laughs> like that. That sounds perfect. Mm. A little mist spray thing, like yeah, <laughs> like from above, just misting everyone, making sure they're okay.
3: I'm actually so into that, or like the the mantis like scythe as a Grim, grim Reaper scythe.
2: Ooh, yeah. the oh, that's yeah. fun. Ooh, nice. I'm here to be
3: a tiny piece of sand in the beautiful clockwork mechanism that is your world. <laughs> I'm here to <laughs> absolutely fuck up your entire life.
0: <laughs> Haha, it's a sundial. You can't fuck it up, it's
2: impossible. <laughs> okay, well cool me the clouds. Bitch, let's go. I know, it's, yeah. Eclipse time,
3: baby. <laughs> <laughs> Love that.
2: Love that. Uh,
0: it's, uh, it just so happens a lot of you have, a, a, a bunch of you have a past and maybe some relationship with uh, bad things happening to you. Because Brandon, I do know your character. Please go ahead. <laughs>
4: yes, hello. My name is Abel. I'm a Dracula ant. <laughs> that's not my name. That's just the kind of ant I am. <laughs> um, my class is, as you would guess, Necromancer and subclass Blood Ascendant. And I'm from the hothouse. Ooh. I figured that an ant would be a good construction worker, and hothouse is all about construction and ingenuity. I like so, that. So I don't know exactly what happens to sort of, like, make me undead. But maybe, like, uh, I don't know, like a brick fell on my head or something. I don't
0: know. Probably. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, for those of you at home being like, where is this Necromancer class? This is from Valdespire of Secrets, the third-party book, where I just got the physical copy, by the way. It's so great. Oh, it's so nice. It's uh, From Mage Hand Press. We've been using the classes in the main campaign, uh, so very excited to do this. So, yeah, Necromancer, and then you get vampire powers
2: on top of it, which is
0: going to mm-hmm. be very fun.
4: Mm-hmm. That's, That's really pretty dope. dope.
2: Can I just ask real quick, did we know about Abel? Abel's... um. You know, not living status. Actually, I guess, and Wong Ling's. This is okay. Do you know what? Hmm. I guess maybe I'm the odd one out. I'm alive. Okay. Sorry. Maybe it's just rude questions. to ask, you know? Yeah, maybe I think you it's, suspect. It's,
3: yeah. uh, Wong yeah. Ling would share to anyone. They trauma dump, literally. So
2: you would everyone just comes up to Colo like, You've still got a heartbeat. Are you okay? Like, what's, what's up with you, I guess? Hey, we on
3: this ghost ship. We think that maybe. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you
2: should join the
0: crew. <laughs> Incredible. Um, just a quick question for Colo and Abel: What do you do on the ship? Because Wang Ling is our uh, navigator.
2: Mm. I'm a bosun, and I also can be the pilot. I have a, I'm pretty good at sort of actually steering the ship, yeah. uh, and pretty strong. So, I kind of imagine maybe I'll like jump in during a storm. Nice.
4: Now, Eric Jasper seems to know boat jobs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah brandon is convinced that boat things are fancy
2: ja- jasper's competent with google and managed to google <laughs> boat jobs <laughs> Brandon, you
0: can do whatever it doesn't
4: have to be a boat job what like what's your job no i mean i was thinking probably something like a rigger or like um lookout like like crow's nest lookout or something mm. Ooh, that's
0: good i like that yeah you could be hang out of the crow's
4: nest yeah yeah yeah.
2: and uh just to clarify as well bosun is like uh kind of like the second first mate they basically like they're in charge of the deck so like mm. in mm. charge of like the people who scrub the deck and do all the the lines and like the rigging and stuff like your that. your
3: middle management yeah fully, <laughs> fully.
2: yeah hell yeah, yeah. he's way One too point. competent for the role as well he should be higher, but he just has no ambition whatsoever <laughs>
0: I love this. Well, I do want to get your characters a little more familiar with each other. Let's do something I'm calling Bonded by the Sea. Ooh. Each of you are going to roll a D10 and answer a prompt, and then you're going to direct that prompt to another character, and then it's going to go into a triangle in that in this way. That's so Hell much fun. Yeah. Uh, let's do this in, in reverse order because Brandon is used to me doing this. Uh, Brandon, can you roll a D10 for me? I can. That's a seven. That's a seven. Hey, Brandon. Abel is incredibly afraid of something. What is it? And then throw it to another character, and they're going to answer, when was an inopportune time where this came up?
4: Mm, okay. I think
0: he's scared of drowning. <laughs> 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 okay. That's honestly so funny for someone already
4: undead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who doesn't need to breathe? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe to clarify, like, he's afraid of being trapped... Because he can't drown because he can't die, so (laughs) it's just like large amounts of water on top of him, (laughs) you know? That's
2: awesome. Uh, Very specific cubic meters of water on top of (laughs) (laughs) him. That's very
4: funny. Yeah,
0: and Brandon, throw the second half to somebody else.
4: Uh, I'll throw that to Connie. All
0: right, Connie. When was an inopportune time that Abel's fear of being under the sea <laughs> came all the time. up? There it is.
3: Constantly. Uh, I yeah. think <laughs> a specific moment. Like I mean, constantly. <laughs> Just all the time. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're the lookout. So you're the farthest away from the water. Mm, but mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I do think there was one time that our ship absolutely beefed it. Uh, we crashed. We fully crashed. We had to get a completely new ship, and all of us went overboard. Uh, so, I think maybe we even lost some of the auxiliary minor NPCs. Sure, <laughs> like, sure, <the> sure. Ship. <laughs> like, it was, this was like a dark time uh, for mm. our crew. It was mm. a dark era. Several of us died. And I think Abel was pretty messed up about it because, like, there was a moment of time where you were fully just submerged in water and no one was able to grab you or get you. But you did survive. And we were able to, like, haul your ass back to land, all of us as well, and get a new ship. But that was a pretty dark chapter for us.
4: Love that. I love that. Okay. I'm just on the bottom of the sea, like legs up, just
3: <laughs> I would like it if it was actually uh if it's cool with y'all, if it was Wong Ling who went down and, and grabbed you. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. while well, you were like kind of at the bottom of this reef. Hell yeah. I love
0: that. The fact that it's a reef and you're like ten feet down or like <laughs> three meters down, Jasper, and you're
2: just like, that's like you <laughs> want to drown. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm very short. I'm very small, Eric. Yeah, for sure. All right, Connie, give me a D ten roll, please.
3: I love this like little social system. I'm digging it. I got a five.
0: Five, uh, Wang Ling, on a scale of one to ten, I am this good at being a navigator on the ship. <laughs> and explain and explain how.
3: <laughs> From his perspective,
2: an eleven. An eleven, like an eleven, a twelve, a thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever number you think of, plus one. That's the number. <laughs>
0: Incredible. And then uh, Jasper, Colo, please answer the same question. On a scale of one to ten, how good is Wang Ling at their job as an advocate?
2: <laughs> okay, so another little thing about Colo is he is pretty dry and pretty rude. Uh, so I, th- there's no way he sugarcoats this. It's like a disrespectful four. Disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we definitely get there, but like he just always has notes. Like always, we did
4: crash that one time, and we yeah, yeah that
2: was and absolute, <laughs> Wang fault. we crashed, and one link came back. Like I saved people. It's like you're the reason we crashed.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
3: The voice was telling me to go through this dense fog, and and it was the shortest point from A to B. Incredible. <laughs> All
0: right, Jasper, one, uh one more time, please give me a D10 roll.
2: Oh, yes, of course. Uh, ten. Ten. Okay.
0: I believe something that I know is outside of acceptable green folk society, even out here on the sea as a pirate. What is
2: it? So I agree with a, like, practice or, like, something that happens on the ship? Or you you believe something that you know is, like... That a
0: lot of people would be like, "What? What the hell? Uh, what the hell?" Even and like oh. even out here amongst pirates, a lot of green folk would be like, "What are you talking about?"
2: Um, I think Colo doesn't believe. Like, can it be a, like a? I believe that something isn't true. Yeah, hundred percent. Yes, that all pirate superstitions are complete BS.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Like he fully does he thinks that all of it is just complete crap. Like made up to just like keep people in line and any time that he goes along with them, he's just trying to be courteous and stop people from asking him questions and talking to him about it. So he's just like fine, I'll bring a cat with me. What, like I, whatever. <laughs> this this is this is complete BS.
0: I don't know why I need this cat tail on the ship, but I guess it's there. I guess I'm feeding it. Okay, I guess. great. Okay, great. yeah. And Abel, does this belief bring Colo closer or farther or pushes people farther away, especially on the ship?
4: Oh, well, at least for Abel, I think pushes farther away because Abel is aware that he's a vampire, and whether or not it's true, he will not enter any room without being invited
2: in. <laughs> <laughs> every time every time Abel and Colo go to play chess at his quarters or whatever, he's just like, Oh, yes, you can come in. (laughs) Just walk in. So annoying.
0: There is a thing about vampire mythology, especially now, like in a postmodern idea, that like people mix and match the various things you know about vampires. And I love that it's like, no, the one about boundaries is definitely (laughs) real in (laughs) Vernostello. (laughs)
4: <laughs> well, in, in Valda's also, it does say I don't have a reflection. So that is also canonical. Okay. If Mage
0: Mike allowed you to do double damage to structures with your bombs, <laughs> Mage Mike also says you don't have a reflection. Mm-hmm. That's fine.
4: Mage Mike. It's like the planter and Maychan Mike are the two gods, Eric.
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> please give me two seconds. I've been so excited about this. I forgot my dice in the other room. So no! please, please give me a minute.
2: Okay. I'm actually going to go also grab mine then because I left mine downstairs. So. <laughs> do it. Do it.
0: All right. <laughs> I BRB. Maybe I should grab mine too. Like one minute, one minute. <laughs>
3: I'll be
0: right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right folks, do we want to we want to get going? Do you want to play?
2: Yes, yeah. let do it.
0: All right. My favorite thing about this is that you got – we have not talked about your captain yet. <laughs> we have not talked about your captain. We haven't talked about your ship at all, which is fine because, honestly, the three of you are on shore leave. You've pulled up to one of the many islands that are out here in Vertistello, uh, especially in the Great Salt Sea. And this one has a thriving town on it. This seems to be one where people, like, immediately kind of put their put their stakes down and decided we're going to make a town here. This is the town of High Cliff Bay. Oh, High Cliff Bay, where all of your dreams come true. When you're leaving, when you're leaving, all of your responsibilities in your other countries, just come here. You don't have to
4: be a pirate. Just come here. <laughs> Seems like uh, maybe we could uh, shorten that down a little bit, but I, I guess I don't work here, so it's fine. It's in the, it's into the commercial. It's the commercial. You're
0: here on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and i think that you've spent some time here i think the three of you uh are hey are the three of you friends <laughs> like or is this just like you guys ended up hanging out with e- hanging out with each other on chore leave just because hey i'm three people who has a, who have a lot of trauma eric i think we're mates
2: yeah
4: whatever that means to you sure sure yeah
3: we're, we're chums we're chums yes
4: I think yeah. so.
3: Yeah. I mean, Wong Ling is very... They're an open book. He would think that Abel and Colo are her very dear friends.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think we're definitely friends. I just wanted you to use pirate language, Eric. <laughs> fair, fair. Yarn. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I think Colo uh, probably, like, stands their company better than everyone else's. He's <laughs> like, sort of, like, happy enough being around them, whereas, like, other people are actively, like... Like he's unhappy around them, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna is... make you work for that statement, Jasper. <laughs> yeah, that's rolling. fine. That's fine.
3: Gonna have to find reasons to love me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I will.
0: Uh, I think one of the the first things any pirate needs to do when they get off on shore leave is, like, I need to eat some produce for the first time in, in like, weeks, my guy. Yeah, please. Some limes, please. You can run down to the farmer's market, which is happening kind of like on one of the many cliffs here on the island.
2: Colo Terra is going to bound uh his huge form uh, is it human scales that we use in this Yeah world? yeah I mean, it's
0: like you you're a, everyone is in the regular medium scale yeah
2: Okay perfect so he's 7 foot 8 but that's like with a like 6 inch horn so like realistically like 7 2 yeah. sort of <laughs> the top of his head you know Yeah uh, he's going to go bounding up and he's going to get out like a huge sack of I'm guessing like silver because he's definitely not rich um and just be like just look around at all the stools and be like I need one of everything. <laughs> stop throwing out coins.
0: Incredible. Colo, as you're looking around the farmer's market, the first thing you hear is, Oh, come over here. Do you, uh, I see that you have a sack of silver. Would you like, I have something special that I think you would really like. Come what here.
2: do you have?
0: Come here! I have something you can't find anywhere else. I have gold. I, w- before I go
2: anywhere close to this creepy voice, what am I <laughs> seeing here?
0: Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> am I about to get stabbed? <laughs> no, you're not. You're not gonna get stabbed. There is a stall with an older man uh, who is like one wrinkly cord piece uh, who has a little stand and it says, Mordecai's golden apples. Uh, and that's Mordecai who's sitting there with literal golden apples here out on his on his stand. Be like, they were really delicious and I have so much of you. And I see that y- the way that you're jingling you're jingling your, uh, your purse out, you would probably don't have gold
2: coins in there. You have silver coins, which is great because I do need silver coins. Okay. And I'll turn around and look at Abel and be like, Abel, I have something that I think you should try and eat. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to check it's okay because you won't die if you eat it and it is bad for your stomach, so. But it will kill me, so you eat it first. (laughs) Here, and I'll pay for a gold apple.
0: Only three silver doubloons. Uh, The coins are doubloons, by the way. Debloom with the word debloom in it.
2: Uh, Oh, there's three three silver doubloons. That's it, that's it. Okay, that seems very reasonable. Here you go. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Put it in my beak pockets, which I have here. Thank you. I'll just grab one and throw it into Abel's uh, mouth. She's like, how is it? <laughs> and you just see his jaw, like, unhinge. She's like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're going to
4: swallow me up to the elbow. Uh, Do I need to roll anything, Eric? No, no.
0: This golden apple, it's delicious. It's incredible. It's the best apple you've ever had in your life. It also actually has a little bit more substance and roughage because it is partially made out of metal. But it's, like, good. Like, when you wrap, like, beef in gold leaf, it's like, oh, Mm. look at this interesting taste I have Mm. in my mouth.
4: Yeah, that's just expensive Mm. fiber. That's what I've
0: always said. I love love this expensive fiber that I have.
2: (laughs) Uh, in which case, I'm pouring out <laughs> silver onto the table, and I'm grabbing me a whole like just handfuls. Beetles actually have four arms, what? so I guess I'm just <laughs> scooping multiple uh, uh, you know things up into my sort of chest area, just sort of gobbling them down in like probably like one bite. Oh, incredible! Are you you're going to share that with everyone?
0: You're going to share with your with your other companion with your companion with all of your mates and friends.
2: Absolutely not. I am going to eat them all myself. <laughs> look, 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 look at this giant frame. It takes a lot to keep me going.
0: Mordecai uh, is holding one off to the side and offering it to Wang Ling. been like,
2: would you, would you like this?
3: Wang Ling has not been present during this conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, he, he's gone off to every single uh, vegetable and fruit stall and also some of the meat stalls too mm. and has very hideously haggled for the ugliest pieces of produce at every (laughs) stall. And they've now just returned with her uh, little arms full of just like the ugliest little messed up potatoes and carrots and various pieces of forage. Hey guys!
0: Incredible! The fir- the, my first roll, I roll the thirteen, and they're like, "This is great! I love this!" <laughs> Everyone's everyone like, "This Oregon green folk is awesome!" I hope they come around again.
3: Hey guys, I got a couple of marriage proposals and all these fruits. <laughs>
2: you, you what? You, as someone wants to marry you, did you say or what?
3: Oh yes, but I turned them down because of the pirate life. Those apples look delicious. We
2: love you so much. I need a
3: partner
0: who will eat the ugly vegetables.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you have caused quite a scene. Uh, can I ask, how come you only get to the, uh, the nasty looking ones?
3: Oh, it's, it's because I feel bad for them. I, I wonder if they feel left out. You know, at the market square, all the prettiest ones are pushed to the front. But the ones that are kind of odd or weird are always shoved to the side and forgotten. Kind of like Abel. And myself. Mm-hmm. And a little
2: bit you. I look down at these beautiful apples that I've purchased, and I'm like, yes, that is quite a good point. I suddenly <laughs> feel bad about being so selective about the food I have bought.
0: <laughs> well, the three of you seem like such a hoot. Would you like to go? I- well, I'm done for the day, considering how you bought all of my golden apples. Come, come over to my house for a spell. It seems like you're, you're a lot of interesting fun.
2: Just come over okay.
0: to your house? What? No, wait. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just come to my house. Yeah, just come to my house. are he's going? I am just I am uh-huh. this old Colonel man. What can I do? I'll give you more apples. I have interesting things to show you.
3: <laughs> the kernels on your face kind of look like the golden apples you sell.
0: That's a very good point. See, now you have to come. You have to see how if more things look
2: like other
3: things. I would love to see that.
2: I do like to see if things look like other things. So, Abel, what do you think?
3: Please, Colo, can we go? Please.
2: It's up to Abel. If you're if if you're serving dinner, I I have more things to serve. I can see what they have over
0: there. It's fine. I have all these gold gold pieces. I have all these silver pieces. This is wonderful. Do you intend to kill us? No, I do not intend to. I do not intend to kill you. I intend to kill you with a wonderful time. Okay, let's go. Walling <laughs> does cock
3: their triangular head to the side. They've got this like beautiful like pink chitin, right, with these orchid patterns over it, but their eyes are bright, dazzling blue with a, with slitted pupils of pink as well. And cool. uh, she narrows them slightly, not in suspicion, but just in open curiosity. And could I make an insight check Please. on this guy? Like could I like try to ascertain what his true
2: motivations are here? Please, I would love that. If it helps, I don't know if this will provide the help action at all. As soon as uh this Colonel makes a joke about like I'll kill you with a good time. Immediately, I pull out my greatsword and I hold it to his whatever would be closest to his neck, and I'm like, "What do you mean you would
4: kill whoa, us?" Whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa! <laughs> you, you know, Terra does not do like he just doesn't understand jokes. Like he's just like he just he's like, "How do you kill us with a good time? What does this mean?"
0: <laughs> yeah, I definitely need that. Would help. I would say that would help. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Cool. <laughs> well, like, that that would bring it to a twenty-three.
4: Incredible.
0: Okay. (laughs) With a 23, Wang Ling, here's what what you understand. Is that this colonel is old, and he definitely wants people to come hang out. But there is something that he wants to show you. He's pushing you hard because he definitely needs you to see something. It's out of ill intent. He's not actually trying to hurt you. Mm. But there's something that he has, you three seem very interesting. And there's something that he needs to tell you.
3: Kolo, I, I trust Mordecai. There is something interesting you wish to show us, is there not?
0: Very insightful, very insightful. Of course, there's a... What well, an old man out here on the island be able to do anything? You want to... You're going to turn me into creamed corn, please? It's a wonderful sword, are you... Please? It's like I'm almost like a giant butter knife that you would just smear, <laughs> of, of smear upon me.
2: <laughs> I'll put away the great swords and sort of look at him and be like, Okay, but you only kill... Us with a good time, if we say you are welcome to do so.
0: <laughs> that's, a fair, that's a fair trade, I, and I won't kill you with kindness either. Absolutely, of course. Of what? Course. <laughs> 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 Incredible. All right, Mordecai gets off of his very large stool he was sitting on. He's very small. He's a very small man. Where did he go? Very small, Colonel of Corn, and, wa- and closes his shop. And now has like all of your silver coins in a sack, that waddles down the road to his house that you can follow
4: after him. Oh yeah, let's do it.
0: Yeah, a little while, a little while away. Um, you see, this is Mordecai's house. is just a modest farmhouse with one apple tree in the back, which you can see all the way from afar. Considering it's the middle of the day and he's done very, very quickly with his selling, <laughs> the the sun is glinting off of golden apples. But that's not even the thing that catches your eye the most as the sun glints off something else. It is actually, there is a glass menagerie next to the golden apple tree. (gasps) Lots of surfaces, lots of glass for light to catch on. It's almost like, it's like a prism in there. It is so bright and almost like glowing with color as it catches the noon sun.
2: That is quite beautiful. It's
0: gorgeous. Wow.
3: Wow, it's so sparkly, like the sun refracting off the waves. Uh, you said a menagerie. Are there animals inside?
0: Well, yes. He would say, well, the the, the the menagerie itself is pretty nice, but there is something inside. Come on, come on, come on, we come on, come on, come on, okay. come on, come
2: on, come on. I'm intrigued come on. to know what is inside of here, and I hope it is not something bad or big or long without the legs.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Colo, even if there were, he'd protect us, right? You always do.
2: Yes, I most certainly would probably is.
3: Yes. <laughs> and while Ling kisses you on the shoulder.
2: Uh, uh. I don't like it.
3: <laughs> he turns and bounds after Mordecai. Incredible!
0: Um, standing underneath the golden apple tree that you see as you get closer, you see that there is a young, there is a younger man who's kind of like a full baby corn. You know, like the really small, really small kernels that are all there, but like fully baby corn humanoid person. And it says, "Dad, you can't just bring people here. I, why are you here early? And you have you three." Various, various vagabonds behind you. What's happening? Dad, you can't do this. Are you trying to say
2: that we are not welcome here? And if so, how dare you refer to me as a vagabond?
3: (laughs) Hi, good morning.
2: Did you say, did you say vagabonds? Why do you always have to bring (laughs) up the bag of bones?
0: (laughs) No, no, why would I say bag of bones? This is already a problem. You can see this is already a problem.
2: (laughs) I have seen this bag of bones. He gets the bag of bones out all the time.
3: Oh, that bag of bones. I thought Uh, there was a different bag of bones you've been hiding from us, Abel. I'm disappointed.
0: Your travel bag of bones—it has to be three ounces, so you can get it out of plane. <laughs> you have to
2: put that in a clear, see-through bag when you go through the check-in points.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's fine, Maze, maze you're gonna have to just calm down. These three—they're very interesting. I'm paid out. I sold all the golden apples. It wasn't like that other time that I gave them all away because I wanted to go fishing. This is a totally different situation. No, I'm showing. I'm showing them. The, I'm showing them. I'll, I'm showing them elite. Uh, they seem like it would be interesting. I want to get their opinion on it. No, you do no, not know the whole point of having no, you can't just bring a ring of, oh, uh, I guess it's already, this is already happening. Hello, welcome to our farm. I'm Maze. Uh,
2: we have a golden apple tree and there's a. Why, may I ask you young Corn? Uh, why you were trying to feign being all nice to us now when you, clearly you did not want us to be here? this is not the first time
0: that my father has brought random people by to see what's happening and everything going on. And, you know, we have, you know what? You'll see. You'll see it. You'll see.
2: When you get older, things happen to your brain, and perhaps that is what that's happening to your father. He is, um, getting, uh, <laughs> on in years and deteriorating slightly, perhaps. <laughs>
3: One day he'll die. Yes. <laughs> Probably quite soon. <laughs>
4: but that might not be the end.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Maze leads you to over to the menagerie and opens the door, which kind of like dispels all the light and color that's bouncing off of everything. But inside is the most brilliant thing that's caught your eye so far. There is a golden bird in the menagerie. Ooh, there's a golden bird. It's about four feet tall, wide, wide wings, Big tail that kind of splits in two, uh, that curls back around on itself, and it is just shimmering in the noon light. So like it has inside the menagerie, it's the only thing in the menagerie, and then it has like the deluxe birdhouse in there, like lots, so many, almost like a cat tree but for a bird. <laughs> like so many places to roost, so many newspapers everywhere, so much seed just like kind of scattered around the floor. It almost looks. He he just looks unperturbed by Mm. everyone opening the door and kind of poking their head in.
2: I'm just going to lean into Wang Ling and be like, I bet that those eggs taste so good.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I want to taste one of its eggs. Planters glorious creations, look at this marvel and Wongling fearlessly and with no caution thrown to any wind, like kind of just bounds forward toward this bird.
4: Do we know what this thing is, Eric? Like, do we know what a bird is, or is it some kind of amalgamation of bird plant bug thing? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that this
0: bird, if you I think it was gold. It's almost like, I know I said dandelion before, but the dandelion that haunts Kolo's dreams, he's like really the white one with the, that's with the buds. I feel like this one is like bright yellow, like the yellow dandelion. And maybe it has like little like flowers all over it. A really shimmering metallic. Cool.
2: This actually doesn't bear any resemblance to any, you know, winged deity that I may have happened to have seen. (laughs) It's an interesting question. that would change Uh, things?
0: uh, Would you like to roll for that? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> what would you like me to roll? Just straight up. Let's see what the d20 is. Straight says. up.
2: Uh, it's just a seven.
0: Hmm. N- uh, no, but I think that you feel a type of way about winged animals. Maybe sure. a little bit. Sure, 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 sure. Maybe.
2: Uh, yeah, Kolo's going to hang back, let Hungling go, and then just sort of purposely side-eye and kind of look a bit grumpy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the bird, like, I mean, it makes eye contact with Wang Ling and is holding your gaze and just kind of like looking at you and mirroring. Yeah, very much mirroring like your cocked head expressions as you're like kind of looking it over. It's kind of like doing the same thing.
3: Uh, I have beast speech as a Vorla. <laughs>
0: Oh hello yeah, so yeah, yeah.
3: I chose. So I cock my head to the side and my mandibles start clacking, kind of like a bird chirruping. Oh, that's cool. like very fun. And I'm like interspersing it with warbling song that's quite melodic and beautiful to listen to. And I'm saying, "Hello, good morning. What's your name?"
0: <laughs> oh man, I did not think I needed a voice for this bird. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> like, oh hey, what's up? Uh, so wild, you can talk to me. Love that.
4: What a chill-ass bird.
0: Yes,
3: I love being able to talk to all the beasts and animals of this world. Uh, my name
0: is Wang Ling. Do you have a name? I do. I'm the Aliganto. Thank you so much for asking my name. Very nice to meet you. Do I recognize that title?
4: Uh, yeah, hmm. make,
0: a, uh, make an arcana
4: check, I'd say. Okay. Uh, Brandon, the player, does. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ooh, I'm rolling hot. That is a uh, dirty twenty.
0: What yes, the Alicanto I think even from just a V is that it is one it is truly one of a kind. The Alicanto loves eating metal and can find metal. Uh, and and is known on the Great Salt Sea because of its ability to find rare metals and gems. Uh, so it's like, oh man, if only if I could have an Alicanto, that would be so sick, I wouldn't have to like look for X's marked on the spot anymore. I'd be like, go look for it, and then I'd go do it. So it's like a, a creature of myth that also is like, oh, hey, which Pokemon would you want in real life is a kind of like real type of question.
4: Mm. It's like a truffle pig. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Ali Kanto, I've heard of you. You're quite the valuable bird. I... No, no, that that's who I used to be. Not anymore. Are you happy here? Are you caged? Uh, c-
0: kind of. This dude's pretty chill, and his weird son's really weird. I would super love it, though, if you could let me out. But tell him that I will come back at some point.
3: And is that a lie, or is that a truth?
0: Oh, that's definitely a truth. I will come back. I do want to. I just gotta, like, do some stuff. I got some errands, uh...
3: Yeah, okay. Well, we have a ship. Maybe you could do your errands with us on our ship?
0: Oh, no, it's here on the island. I don't know. I, I I can't. I can't leave the island.
3: Okay. Uh, maybe we can help you. Can we help you run the errands?
0: Yeah! Excellent! Uh, yeah, if you want to. For sure. Yeah, just let me out. Would really love that. Just if you could, like, provide a distraction or, like, push everyone out of the way, that would be super sick.
3: Okay. I trust you implicitly because you are a bird. Uh, and Wongling <laughs> turns around. <laughs> and says in like uh, normal people speech to Kolo and Abel "Mm, Team huddle time. Okay cool
2: Uh, I'm gonna basically Kolo's gonna walk forward Kolo will take out the kind of like his wing casing uh, that he still has like the bits on a beetle that lift up and reveal the wings normally and he'll sort of use that to kind of like shield us in Mm -hmm. and yeah you can see he's got little stumps where his uh, wings used to be as he'll kind of bring us all in. It's dark in here but he's like okay so what is happening?
3: And Walling fills the team in on everything, but in like a hushed whisper.
2: Well, I mean, I don't particularly think this is the best thing to do to, you know. They just kind of uh, gave us some apples, invited us in, and then we're like, Hey, we're going to let you a valuable bird. That feels uh, a little bad, uh, but I'm also a pirate, so who cares?
3: <laughs> <laughs> the Alicanto said they would return.
2: Ah, that's true. And you trust them?
3: They probably just have to go grocery shopping and visit their grandma or something.
2: Can we help them? I'm just thinking, like, I don't know if I want to do pirate forever, and the could probably find me something, which means I could settle down with a nice farm sometime.
4: I, w- I was gonna say, have we considered hiring the Alicanto for our ship? Oh, <laughs> well, I suppose. Or at least
2: inviting the Alicanto to, we could maybe help the Alicanto. We know you, we do something for it, and then the Alicanto does something for us, and then the Alicanto goes home and everyone is happy, and we are a lot richer.
3: Understood, I'll come back with a counter offer.
2: Oh, also, can you ask the Olikanto if it knows of any other of these bird-like creatures who maybe have the ability to grant powers to people and then take them away? Okay. Thank you. That's
3: very specific, Kolo, but Not I all. will ask.
2: It's a pretty general question that lots of people ask, all the time, it's a normal question <laughs> to
3: ask. Whatever you say, Kolo. <laughs> <laughs> On the other shoulder. Yes. <laughs>
5: <stop there>. <laughs>
0: this is so great I'm sitting here like the audience I'm like I fucking love this this is awesome
1: Hello, this is Amanda, one of the regular players on Join the Party. And if you're new here, I wanted to say a special welcome to you specifically, you right there listening. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, specifically, you're right here in the midroll where we take a quick break from the story to tell you some important stuff about what's going on with us, Join the Party, the company that makes it, Multitude, and mostly right now, I want to introduce who we are and welcome you to the show. Join the Party is a weekly actual play podcast. With tangible worlds, genre-pushing storytelling, and collaborators who are genuine friends and make each other laugh every dang week. We welcome everyone to the table, from longtime players to folks who have never touched a role-playing game before, like I hadn't during the first episode of the Stang Podcast. You can go back and listen to it. If you are loving this green folk pirate world of Verta Stello, you should totally listen to our current campaign. It's campaign three set in the world of Verta Stello, which is season four in your podcast app. But you can also start with our other completed campaigns. We have two full-length campaigns and one mini-campaign. Campaign Campaign one is a high fantasy story that starts at a gay wedding. It's incredibly good. Uh, Campaign two is a modern superhero story set in upstate New York. And we have the Camp Pain. The pun you'll understand in just a minute is that it's a mini Monster of the Week campaign set at a supernatural summer camp. There you go. Get it? Camp Pain. That's season three in your podcast app. Plus, once a month, we release an after-party episode where we take a minute and peel back the curtain and do a talk back. We answer your questions about the show, how we play the game, how we make this podcast, and what's going on in the story. We're doing one of those for these one-shots as well. So this is what's happening next. For the next two weeks, there are going to be two more Legends Across the Tides one-shots with a brand new mix of extremely incredible guests and players from Join the Party, myself included. And then after that, on January 23rd, we're releasing an after-party about this whole experience, taking your questions, talking about what it was like, celebrating those incredible illustrations by Chris Pickett. They did an amazing job. Check out Join the Party's Instagram if you haven't seen it, at Join the Party Pod. So good. So thank you for checking us out. We are so glad you're here and let's get on to our regular mid-roll. Thanks so much to our newest patrons, Sarah, Jamie, and Bento Cotto. We so appreciate your support because we can only make this show because of the support you give us on Patreon. For just five bucks a month or more, you can know you are making the show a thing and join the best place on the Internet, which is, objectively, our patron-only Discord. There are all kinds of other things there, too, like ad-free episodes and an additional bi-weekly podcast that we make called Party Planning. Discover it all at Patreon.com. Um, slash join, the party pod. join the party is a founding member of a podcast collective called Multitude, which uh, is extremely dope and you should know all about us. And we do a bunch of incredible stuff. Normally every week we shout out another show that we do at Multitude right here. But today I'm just going to recommend like, hey. Check out Multitude. We have amazing podcasts. They are all warm hearted and they build community and they're incredibly easy to get into. And we also publish free resources for podcasters and foster an incredibly lovely community here in the podcasting space. So if you haven't heard of us before, welcome. Check us out at multitude.productions or we are at multitude shows on social. We're sponsored this week by Rolling With Difficulty, a planescape hopping 5e D&D actual play podcast following the adventures of the Spelljammer Per Aspara and her crew. Every episode is its own contained adventure exploring the space outside the Sword Coast. And it is created by people who I have hung out with in person and can confirm they are very cool. DM Austin and players Sophia Noir Wally Red and guests. They're basically odd jobbing their way through the plains from train heists to cooking contests and more. You are really going to enjoy it. So there are four seasons of the Per Aspera campaign available now, the fifth releasing weekly as we speak right now. And by the way, if you want to expand out of D&D, you can also check out their one-shots in games like Call of Cthulhu, Avatar Legends, and A Familiar Problem. I know I read the Avatar Legends rulebook and then promptly said nope, so I am very curious about how that went for them. Rolling with Difficulty is available on all major audio platforms direct from their RSS feed or on their YouTube channel. So go check them out. And finally, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, A lot of people talk about the things that they want to change about themselves, their lives, or their habits in the new year. That feels absolutely crushing uh, to me and absolutely overwhelming. So I appreciate that BetterHelp's prompt for this ad is to talk about the things that we want to keep the same about ourselves and our life. And for me, I built a lot of really positive habits in 2023. I'm really proud of myself, actually. I went back to regular yoga practice. I have been journaling and pulling tarot and just taking moments puzzling, tending to my plants to just kind of be and not have any expectation on myself. And I really appreciate that. In fact, I think I'm going to talk about it with my therapist tomorrow because therapy is a big part of how I take care of myself and one of the habits that I'm going to bring forth into this new year. And if you are thinking about starting therapy and you're kind of not sure where to start or you'd appreciate a flexible online solution that is suited to your schedule and lets you switch therapists anytime for no additional charge, consider BetterHelp. So celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com/join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's slash join the party. And now, let's get back to the tale.
3: Wangling turns back to the Alicanto and starts like chirping again. I figure this bee speech thing is... Abel and Kolar are used to it, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. sometimes Wangling will just talk to a bird or a turtle that comes up from the surf and translates back into bee speech. So, my crew and I have talked. We are more than happy to help you get out so you can run your errands, but we did have a question. Are you available for hire? We'd love to hire you, perhaps, as maybe a tit for a tat so we can find some precious metals and even retire from the piracy life?
0: Oh, interesting. I did not consider that, considering uh, I didn't know my... I didn't know that my skills were so valuable, but I guess I should have understood that, though. That would be really tight for me to be around you. Hey, let's see how this goes, and maybe I'll just like hop on your ship and see what's up and see what's up.
3: That sounds good to me. Oh, and another question. Have you ever heard of any winged creatures that may or may not be able to grant and then take away powers?
0: Hmm. This does not seem like a regular question that's asked by regular people. So it's pretty specific.
5: <laughs> I, uh,
3: just between you and me, my friend Kolo is asking this question. I think he has trauma around flight or bird-based powers.
0: Oh. Mm, that's entirely possible. Uh, the bird kind of, like, sniffs around, sniffs towards Kolo and be like... Oh yeah, that seems like the work of the great dandelion. That uh, really sucks.
3: Hmm. Is there any way to get it back?
0: Oh, you know, maybe trials and tribulations, and climbing, climbing up the, climbing up the hundred-foot dandelion, and then trying to prove it. And you know, if you're in the business of killing gods, I guess that could be something you could spend your life work doing. I don't know. I'm just spitballing or whatever. <laughs>
3: No, this is really helpful. I've been trying to think of a birthday present for Kolo, and I <laughs> think maybe God <God-hidden laughs> could be it. Thank you, the Aoyahato.
2: Kolo would be so happy. Oh, nice, nice. That's so, Ling, so thoughtful.
0: Love it, love it. This is so great. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely the right person to get me out of here, please.
3: Oh, I'm so honored to hear that. I've been trying to think of a good birthday present for Abel, too, but we just celebrated, so
5: we won't have to worry about that for a few months. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What about a leather wallet? <laughs>
3: ah, I think he'd like that. He's he's a crafts a l- person.
2: A leather wallet for his thin bones. <laughs> 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 yeah,
3: Wongling Ling puts a finger up. They have three digits, like claw-like, yeah. uh, finger-like digits. They put one up as, like, a hold to the Alicanto. They come back. They translate everything to Cola and
4: <laughs> It's like... Oh, thank you so I would love a leather wallet.
5: <laughs>
3: oh, dang it. Now the surprise is ruined. I shouldn't have brought that part up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to do this. Do we tell the other sort? We just sort of open the cage.
4: I mean, should we should we ask about why they have an aliganto in a cage in the first place? Or like... Hey, we'll... We all know you are are the ideas person
2: in this scenario, okay? So, but I think that we don't need to uh, ask questions. Uh, This seems like a, ask questions, and uh, that will lead us to further issues. I think we just, if we're going to do this, we have to do it pirate style. But you come up with the plan. Hmm.
4: Okay, I'm convinced. Uh.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I would just like to add my usual stipulation that we don't kill anyone who doesn't have it coming. And I don't think Mordecai and his weird son have it coming.
2: But he called us the um, vagabonds. Surely that is what it did.
3: But I don't know if that justifies killing anyone. Guys, I'm really trying to stop the whole like killing people for no reason thing. <laughs> like that I did in my <laughs> my past life.
2: For okay, this what life, if I, mean. I what if I just cut them in half?
5: Mm,
3: do you think they could live? I don't know.
2: I do not know the...
3: They're not like cactus people who can, you know, repropagate if they just have the one leaf.
2: Mm, mm. Okay, maybe I will uh, just trim a little off the top.
3: <laughs> okay, if you think that won't hurt them. It's like hair, right?
2: <laughs> yes, sure. I will trim the hair off the top.
3: Okay, okay. Then Kola will give them a haircut. And Abel, what's our plan for getting the alicanto out here?
2: Uh.
4: Uh... Uh, is there just a door, Eric? Or, like, what's the what's the situation? Yeah, the door is open. May
0: Mordecai and Maze are standing in it, kind of, like, standing at the door. Um, but, like, yeah, this old menagerie is glass. And it's quite large, but, you know, it's still made of
2: glass. I'll just lean down to Abel and just be like, uh, Just in case you need it, I can always do the big thing. Uh, I think Abel would know uh, that when Kolo gets really angry, he tends to... Grow even larger than he is now.
0: <laughs>
2: that would be tight. Like f- pretty substantially as well. I actually looked this up. Uh, uh, even in D and D mechanics rules, uh, I go from a medium creature to a large creature, and large creatures f- uh, up fifteen feet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> would holy inside. shit! I basically double in size, and I'm already seven foot. Yeah, you would bust through. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> so I have a couple. I have two spells. I have I have a spell called Hocus Pocus. and I have a spell called Holes, Shrieking Skull. I think Abel and Kola have done sort of this one-two punch before where you grow in size and Abel does hocus pocus at the same time, which is basically just a conjuration cantrip. I can just make sort of uh, spooky illusions. And (laughs) I think it'll just be like, I can cause all of the small objects around the room to just start like shaking and rattling. And so as you gain in height, the sort of like ground itself is sort of shaking and rattling. And that will at least be a distraction and then you could sort of uh, smash, smash the glass, smash the glass. Hell yeah!
2: Okay, this sounds like a pretty cool idea. Um Ling, you want to uh, get in on this?
3: Okay, I think I will. I'd like to maybe go over to the innocents who are nearby and <laughs> tell them to step outside of the zone of danger. And maybe I can explain what we're doing, what we're do- why we're doing what we're doing as we're on our way out. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's okay. a strategy.
2: Sure. Do you want to go first? Uh, give them the heads up, I guess, or no?
3: Okay. <laughs> and Wang kind of bounds over. We're really not beating the backup on charges. Right. Wang <laughs> Ling <laughs> <laughs> bounds over. I'm
2: going to look at Abel and be like, start the shaking if it looks like they're not going to say yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Hi, Mordecai. Hi Maze. Uh, Walling here, I don't know if I actually properly introduced myself. So we spoke to your bird. We found out that it is the Alicanto. Congratulations, by the way. Where did you find them?
0: You spoke to you spoke to the bird? You spoke to the bird.
3: Mm-hmm. I did.
0: <laughs> How?
3: I can. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maze is like, I'm getting, hold on. I know, no, 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 no. And Maze goes into the farmhouse.
3: Where are you going?
0: I uh, know. no. Are you going no. to grab a weapon? No, 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 or no, 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 no,
3: Are you being violent? Just, if you say no, then I'm going to assume you're not being violent. The door slams. Are sl- you being violent?
0: <laughs> the door slams.
3: Okay, well, that was a little, Mordecai, do you think they're grabbing a weapon?
0: Probably. Really? Well, we
3: haven't even done anything bad yet.
0: I mean, it seems like it's turning that way. It's. I, I'm. I'm still perplexed why you are telling me of what. Can I stop what's about to happen, or is this happening without? I can't do anything about it.
3: Mordecai, I'm so sorry, but I do need you to exit the
1: menagerie. I'm going to take
0: some steps backwards.
3: Okay. <laughs> I turn around with a big smile and two pincers up. <laughs> Start shaking, boys. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so uh, Abel's gonna cast Hocus Pocus. I think hopefully, if is there any like lock or just, like shackle around this bird at all? Yeah, sure. I'm sure that there's one. I'm sure that there's a shackle around its uh, one of its legs. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, I was hoping. Yeah, the the shaky would sort of shake that lock loose.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then what? Hey, what does this look like, Colo? What's
2: what's happening here? So, I think, Colo's seeing Maze go off to get a weapon, and like. Kolo's eyes are narrowing as Kolo's like, oh, I actually might have a reason to get angry. And like, (laughs) Kolo's just going to be training his eyes on that door. I think he's just going to wait and see if Maze comes back in with a weapon. And then he'll basically like rush him whilst enlarging himself.
0: Yeah, Maze is coming back holding a large orb. I think it's about the size of a basketball. And he needs two hands to get under it. And he's running back towards the menagerie holding the orb.
2: Okay. Uh, so, basically, you watch as Kolo kind of, like, does this, like, big kind of, like, reel forward, a little bit like werewolf style. Just, oh, uh, and he starts kind of growling. And then, as he does, the this little beetle kind of wings space opens up again. And you see that this sort of silvery, almost divine energy starts to, uh, like, grow from the back of his wing stumps. Mm. And uh, he actually, the wings kind of replace themselves uh they kind of like almost like the outline of where the wings once were are kind of there in like shimmery almost like divine light uh as he just gets really really angry uh he seems to get more angry when he looks and sees the wings are there again and he's like "Uh, i do not like this what are you holding put it down and i'm gonna run uh well i let's see i'll just I can take a little bit off the top. I was told I was allowed to do that. And so, <laughs> growing to my size, I now have a ten-foot reach with my greatsword. Oh, shit. Um, Jesus Christ! Jesus. <laughs> so, if if I if I get the sense this is gonna pe- this is gonna make him a you know past tense immediately, I'll try and like use the flat side to just like just knock him out. But non-lethal. He's not being that careful, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, make an attack roll
2: for me. Okay. Oh, and I'll reckless this, because yeah. why wouldn't I? <laughs> uh, that's rubbish. That's better. Twenty-two.
0: Two. That's going to hit. So you bust through the menagerie. Because the menagerie shatters and glass goes everywhere. As May- <laughs> as you step forward as Maze is running towards you. 10 feet. Now your sword is like 10 feet long. You have this massive reach. You swing out at Maze. And Maze kind of tries to block it with the orb. And it goes, whoa, whoa, boom, whoa, 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 Maze blocks your massive sword with the orb. It still hits, but no damage. Hmm. And uh, nothing else has. Happens. Uh, Maze drops the orb and be like,
2: oh ho, 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 my god!
0: And picks up the orb again and runs back into the farmhouse. C-
2: can I have an opportunity attack? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, That's a dirty 20.
0: I want everyone to know that for something else, I rolled a 4 and a 3, just so you know. Yeah, that hits. That hits.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Do your damage, my man.
2: That's so ominous. I'm going to use my stone strike ability on this. Uh, so that'll add a D6 and uh, I need him to do a strength saving throw. Uh, so that's a total of. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I rolled an eight. <laughs> yep. Okay. So uh, that's going to be uh, 19 points of damage. Oh, I take this great sword and basically he gets yeeted 10 feet in a straight line away from me.
0: <laughs> yeah, Maze is running away from you, and he and he just gets eaten. Yeah, it away. Nineteen <laughs> points of damage, and just like fall goes head over heels, just falling over into the grass. Yeah.
2: Can I? What I want to do is, I want to grab the orb and try and give it to Wang Ling. I want to be like, "Hey, look, this looks like something you would enjoy."
0: Oh no, Maze is holding. Maze is holding onto the orb. Maze, Maze is, still is holding, holding onto, onto it. Yeah.
2: I, yeah. In which case, then the last thing I'll do is just lean over Maze and be like. May I ask what this uh, this orb? It looks very cool.
3: <laughs> You're a good cop and bad cop at the same time. Large cap
2: and small cap. I just want to be clear, I'm complimenting the orb, not not Maze. I am not no. Maze, is, Maze looks bad. Maze got so messed up by yours. strike. are
0: like, no! No! With my last breath, I will not tell you what this orb does.
2: No. Can I scream in his face and try to intimidate him? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just want to be like, "Tell um, me," so I can give it to my friends for their birthdays. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah. uh, that's only a two. Uh no, it means may, may like you're. You think that living here, you're the first large thing screaming in my face? Come on, come on. I've taken a lot. I've taken a lot of that by being a tiny baby cord man. No. <laughs> and Wang Ling, that's when you hear, huh, See you later, bruh. And the Alicanto flaps its wings and flies away. Flies north. North towards the forest.
3: Hey, are we still? Is our deal still on? Will you travel us with us on our ship? Can we come with you?
0: Yeah, we'll see. Just come on out. Let's see what happens. Let's just mix it up. Let's mix it up. Let's see if our vibes work. See you later.
3: Where, where are you headed? <laughs> so we can
0: catch up with you. Oh, towards the cave. You'll see my trail. Don't come on. Let's go. Let's go. And there's like a shimmering glittery trail following the alicons. Like a ho in the. Exactly. <laughs> like Longo. a ho. Yeah, yes, Brandon.
2: Oh, incredible. I'm gonna look, I'll i look to Ling and be like, do, uh, is this uh, bad? Do I need to uh, kill it? And I'll take out a javelin. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, no, 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 no. We're going to its cave by the woods to the north. Did you kill? Did you kill this strange boy?
2: <laughs> I stabbed the javelin in the ground right next to the maze's head, and I'm like, "No, not yet."
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. While only like hustles over. <laughs> Hi, maze. Was it? So. I'm so sorry about that. I did try to warn you. We will meet violence
0: with violence. <laughs> uh, Mordecai runs over and be like, please, please protect my, don't take down my boy, please, please. He's just so stupid in the head and he thinks he knows better than people <laughs> with large swords and things. Isn't that right,
2: Maze? Yeah, that's, that's right. Can Maze roll a persuasion check on Kolo? Because he's very <laughs> he's very persuadable uh, Oh, Mordecai?
0: Yeah Yeah, yeah, Mordecai, I'll yeah, roll yeah. One. Yeah.
2: If I actually believe that his, his son is actually just kind of stupid
0: I did roll a natural 20, yes I did
2: <laughs> Kolo's <laughs> like I'm so sorry. I did not realize that your son is uh, challenged. I thought that he was just a rude asshole. But I, will, <laughs> I will stop. I'm so sorry. He
0: just doesn't have the people <laughs> skills, and he does because I have all the people skills, and he has all the thinking skills. He's just a baby,
2: little baby corn. As someone who is also challenged with the people skills and not potentially reading people very well and uh, knowing when to trust them, etc., I... Uh, can only apologize and i'll as i get smaller i'll help Maze uh, off of the ground and be like but i do still want to give your orb to my friends can i have it please no
0: please so. you take i listen if you can get the alicanto it's fine you just go take the alicanto instead it seems like it didn't want to hang out anyway so
2: just leave us please leave us alone you, you've already gotten what you wanted no i want the orb I, I did not want the Olicanto. That was my friends that wanted to do that thing. I just wanted the orb. It looks cool. is just going to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> will you all leave if we give you the orb? I will, but I cannot, like I said earlier, I cannot speak for my friends, but I think they want the birds, so I think we will all be happy probably if you give me the orb.
4: The camera pans over and you see that Abel has been chewing on one of the kernels. <laughs> 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 just
2: chewing on a leg. Yeah.
0: <laughs> go, please. Oh, please
2: leave. Please,
0: please leave here. Have the orb here. Here, have it. Have it. Have it. Have it. Please go. Go. Please go. That's what you get when you see someone interesting. You can just blow up in your
2: face. You're interesting. Now leave. You've done it. Great. <laughs> Do you end <laughs> up just leaning really close to Mordecai I'd say. I'm so sorry. Do you have any wrapping paper? I don't- No, I don't! I don't! Go! (laughs) Okay, okay! You asked too much! You asked too much! (laughs) Okay, okay, I'm going, I'm going.
3: That's very sweet of you, Kolo. And, um, Mordecai, I'm so sorry about this. I hope this doesn't close your heart off to welcoming other strangers into your home in the future. It will certainly change the way that I interact
0: with others in the future. Yeah, I'm sorry. I will have to admit it will. (laughs)
3: <laughs> okay. Well maybe next time don't chain up beautiful majestic beasts inside a glass menagerie.
0: Fair,
2: fair. We've all learned something today. Fair. We have. also you have to do background checks on people you bring to your house, especially when your child is here who is it's so challenging. Kind of We're you know
3: we do some pretty bad stuff sometimes. Not as bad as I used to, you know, with all like <laughs> murder people but um
2: I still I still murder people. <laughs> to be clear.
3: <laughs> only gets down on one knee and like whispers in Maze's ear. Mm-hmm. I hope that this near brush with death opens your eyes to the sanctity and feebleness of life. Rejoice and embrace this one chance you have at being who you want to be. Not all of us come back. It is less a blessing than a curse. Okay, I'm ready to
2: go. We have just begun a villain arc Mais 100 Maze hundred percent is a BBG BBG from like a in a future campaign like there is no questions in my mind was not expecting this <laughs> So I assume
0: you follow the Alicanto after
4: traumatizing these two these two yes, people. yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm.
2: oh could I just I, I'll give the orb to whoever it whoever wants
4: it. Can I roll an arcana check on it and see if I... Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. It really
2: doesn't have a clue what this thing is. It's just like, I don't know. I just, yeah, picked it up because I thought it looked cool and it blocked my attack, which is kind of amazing.
3: That's very impressive.
4: 14 plus 6
0: for 20? 20. This is an orb of magnetism. It seems like they were using this to kind of like... If the Alicondra needed to go somewhere, that's what they were using it for. So oh. it can both push and pull things, especially if there are things that are
2: metallic on it. Mm. Okay,
3: now I feel much less bad about kicking these people's asses.
2: Okay, this is actually kind of cool, but still, I prefer to be, uh, you know, uh, far away if I can't be, so here you go. I'm assuming it's like smallish for me. Uh, I'll yes. just sort of dump it and able to lap. <laughs> I'm assuming probably it's quite heavy object. <laughs> Here
4: you go. <laughs> well, you see like ants crawl around like a circular object kind of thing. That's how I determined what it was and then uh, use my brooch on my cape to, <laughs> to test its magnetism. Yeah. I like it. That's right. Yeah, that's awesome. You just
2: get drawn to the orb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. Yeah, you want to follow the Ali mm-hmm. I do. I- yes. Hell yeah! All right. Well, it's easy for you to follow. Uh, you cut through the woods. The glitter is <laughs> the glitter is marking the sky as you as you continue, and you come up to a rather large cave. Uh, but unfortunately. The glitter goes through a little hole in front of a ton of boulders that are stacked in front of the mouth of the cave, just like wedged only something that's as small as a bird with like little bird bones could could get through. The boulders are shimmering with various metals and maybe a little bit some common uh, gems, and they are firmly standing in your way.
4: What do you do, my friends? What do you do? Do you want to try the orb and see if you can get any of them to move?
2: I think that you should try
3: it. Yeah, Abel,
2: do the orb. It's magical. I don't (laughs) like the magical objects. You do the orb thing. Do the
3: orb. Do the orb.
2: The way I see it is it's a win-win situation for me because either you do it and it's really cool and we get through or it is, like, too heavy for you and you get pulled towards the rocks and it's quite entertaining to watch.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I agree with that. Come on, Abel, do the orb. Do the orb. Oh, okay. Uh, And Abel sort of, like... um, Almost like somersaults, like grabs onto the top of it and like rolls forward and tries to like fling it while still attached at the rock and see if it'll like magnetize to one of the rocks. Nice, nice. I like that. Um, but what is your is Arcana
0: in your spell casting?
4: Yes, intelligence. Okay,
0: yeah. Give me an Arcana check, please.
4: That's a natural one. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got disabled. I am so Able. absolutely Able. positive Look at him hurtling Able. toward Able. that rock wall Able. Able.
0: Hey, make a, yeah, make a constitution <laughs> check, please <laughs> Oh, no <laughs>
4: 14 total Neat, neat <laughs>
0: Uh, hey, so maybe you turned on the orb in the wrong direction because <laughs> you will go hurtling towards the boulders. Uh, I you smash up against them and please take 17 points of damage. Great, much. great, oh. cool.
5: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh!
4: Down to 15 hit points. <laughs> I was correct. It is very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny.
2: Wait, are you okay? Are you okay? With that?
4: I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine.
2: Is it, like, still pinning him? <laughs> I've definitely got a leg still caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, there's a little chipmum that hops down and sniffs you. which is a little, like, chipmunk with a little mum flower. It sniffs you and, and checks you out while you're pinned up against the wall, Abel.
4: Hello, Hello? Hello?
0: Oh, I wanted, I wanted you to, to, to eat it and eat its body, and you can get some health point HP back. <laughs> I wanted you to vampire it.
4: <laughs> it has to be a hostile creature for me to be able to... Gain hit points when I bring something down to It bites you on the ankle and you take you. one more Point of damage <laughs> Great, down to 14 And uh Abel is like uh, Hello <laughs> 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 And bites This thing <laughs> If I bring oh, it down yeah. to zero hit points with my Charnel drain I regain hit points Equal to my intelligence modifier plus my Level minimum three Incredible how much do you get back uh, Eight total
0: incredible all right you got eight points back
4: nice hell yeah i feel bad about this as brandon <laughs> <laughs> sorry man That you should have
0: been a you should have been a super neat uh brandon class instead
2: you did pick necromancer so i you know like yeah why did not think i'd
4: have to kill chipmunks jesus <laughs> <laughs> incredible all right uh boulders
0: are still there either you can still use the magnet orb if you want
2: Hey uh, Abel, I think you should do it again.
4: Yeah, I'm good. I think maybe you should try it this time. <laughs>
2: uh, the Wang Ling, you want to give it a go, or?
4: Okay.
3: And Wang Ling, are you still pinned against the boulders?
4: Uh, if you pull it off, I'll be, I'll be uh, free.
3: <laughs> yeah, Wang Ling doesn't think to do that. They raise their hand uh, with the three <laughs> pincers splayed <laughs> <blade> outward, <laughs> and they say, "I cast destroy boulders." and they Eldritch Blast uh, forward.
0: Jesus Christ.
3: (laughs) Do I I make an attack roll?
0: Yeah, make an attack
4: roll, please.
2: This is the most entertaining thing I have seen in so many (laughs) times. That's a natural 20.
4: (laughs) Oh! These boulders don't stand a chance, my dude. What is your... Yeah, what is... Tell me what your Eldritch Blast looks like, yeah.
3: Ooh. Uh, I think it's a pink streak of light that emanates from his uh, three pincers, and the front of it is a ghostly visage of the person she used to
4: be. Hell so yeah. we
3: see like an orchid mantis face, but there's something about it that's twisted in this kind of like fervent bloodlust, like the antenna are pointed forward, almost like daggers stitched on top of her crown. Uh, and you almost hear like a ghostly yell, like a bloodthirsty cry from a past life. Uh, and then bam, the blast explodes against the rock wall.
0: Three of the boulders just go up in glitter. I remember this when in New York city, when there were the wildfires happening in Canada and just like the smoke was, that was on everything. It's just the glitter settles on everything. Or like when you're around fireworks mm. uh, and then like everything, it just like the pieces settle on everything. And now you're all, all of you are glittery, <laughs> but there is a big, big hole now where the boulders used to be. You also did get part of the cave. You get a, like a little hole in the cave as well. Mm. And then you see just golden blooms oh. are just spilling out of the hole.
2: Whoa. What?
3: Wang Ling! Oh. Wang Ling!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wang Ling! Wow. I, I, that was incredible. What the hell did you do? You, does your magic make gold appear?
3: Not usually. I think maybe I blasted the cave so hard it gave me a prize. <laughs>
2: We'll do it again.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> I should have told you I should blast the hole that the gold's coming Just from.
3: keep going.
0: Incredible. Make another attack roll. <laughs>
3: no. That's that's a uh, 15.
0: Okay. I think the hole is blasted larger. You were just made like a larger
4: leak. Now gold blooms are coming faster now. And it's creating like a little pile. Abel takes off his, his cloak and starts like putting blooms into his cloak. And so he has like a makeshift bag.
0: Did I think we were going to use encumbrance rules during this one shot? No, I didn't. <laughs> like an Elden Ring character, you all roll much slower. <laughs> uh,
2: I think, to be honest, I was, Golo was rolling pretty slow anyway, so this is fine. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, can we see the bird at all? Or I mean, honestly, I think Golo's turn around, turn around and goes, I don't know about you, but I think this is fine. We could just take these and go.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But we could have even more if we worked with the Alicanto. Okay,
2: fine. I'm going to scoop up this gold
0: though. <laughs> the gush of gold blooms is slowing a little bit. So you can kind of get a little peek inside or a uh, Ling, I'll give this to you. Cause you did this Wong Ling, You put your eye up against the hole and you see that there are just waterfalls of gold blooms coming all over this one large room. And you see like in the angle that you have, there's a like rickety uh, rope bridge that is kind of crossing through your field of vision.
3: I like stick my head back out from the hole. Treasure hole. There's a huge treasure hole through this smaller treasure hole. We
2: found it. Did we just, wow, we're going to be like the richest. This is great. We could retire. Uh, Okay. I'm thinking even bigger than that, honestly. Let's like buy ourselves like a whole town or something.
3: (laughs) And it could be a utopia and no one would have to work. And we could all just be friends and eat good food all the time?
4: Okay. That's fine. Or we could not let anyone else live there and it just be our town. Oh. <laughs> just three friends living in a town.
3: I guess I could do that. It feels a little lonely, though. Shouldn't we at least invite the rest of the crew?
2: No, they are assholes.
3: <laughs> like the captain?
2: Definitely not the captain. Oh.
3: Okay. We could maybe even start our own crew with all this money. And you could be the captain, Kolo.
2: No. Abel will be the captain.
4: <laughs> I have the most legs, I guess. See, should we? Do you want to go find some more gold? Okay. Yes. No. So the
0: hole, the hole is still there, but the the Ali trail goes into the cave through kind of like the regular way. Oh, uh, okay.
2: Will you let me? Uh, this just some small shenanigans, which truly means nothing. Yeah. But uh, I gonna start basically with a small circular spherical uh, patch of mud, and it's basically going to basically start rolling uh, mud and coins together To effectively create a gigantic ball of gold doubloons. Yes. I I figured this is going to be the most effective way that we could transport, like, just so many gold doubloons. So I'll just be rolling that along with me as as we're going around, just kind of hoovering up as much gold from the floor as I can. Lovely, (laughs) incredible.
0: And
4: Abel's just like dancing on top of it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you. If you could press them in, it is great. That they will hold up that way.
0: I would love to start a montage segment. So, Wangli, can you say something like, "Come on, folks!" to off the montage.
3: Come on, friends! Let's go catch that golden bird. <laughs> hey,
0: Jasper, what's one? What's one fun but mildly dangerous thing that happens to you in the golden cave uh, that all of you overcome?
2: Okay, so like we probably have to do some sort of like really thin like shelf ledge mm-hmm. you know we have to scooch across which I think is probably just like a normal like it's a pretty wide just like three foot path but given Colo's sheer bulk like his midriff is like his legs are so skinny and his <laughs> torso is just truly just so huge that I think it's just basically these two like holding on to me as Colo's just screaming looking over the edge ah! I'm going to die! This is it! This is what I mean by it! No! No! Please! Not like this! Not like this! No! Ah, and then like, it's just like that for another two minutes and then I realize that I'm at the other side and I'm perfectly safe. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible.
0: <laughs> Brandon, what's another dangerous but fun thing that happens to you in the golden
4: Cape? Oh, you know, we come to a room that is just completely dark and we have to make it to the other side of the ledge and there's a body of water in the middle and uh gotta avoid the cave fish that have sharp teeth you know sharp yeah
0: sharp diamond teeth absolutely mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense
2: do you want me to throw you
4: uh, that would be great actually yeah can you I you throw you what course yeah okay and then Kolo throws Abel like t- perpendicular to the way we're supposed to go and just slams into a wall and slides down.
2: Oh, let me try that. Again. Into the water.
4: And then all of the diamond fish
0: jump on Abel and start like piranhas.
2: Where do you want us to bury you? <laughs> Abel,
3: I can't destroy fish.
0: Diamond dust just everywhere. Diamond dust everywhere. Connie, what do I do?
3: There is a, a cave absolutely filled with hallucinogenic mushroom spores. As yeah. soon as we walk in, they're just floating and glowing. It takes us a really long time to get through this cave. It's only 30 feet deep.
2: Polo <laughs> eats so many of them. Like, obviously. The oh.
0: alicanto's watching you and be like, nice, bros. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> right, then and the montage ends with a keyboard flourish. Uh, and you walk over to the room that you saw before. There's a wide room with coins just spilling out of waterfalls. And there is a rickety bridge that spans like 50 feet across this moat of Gold doubloons spilling endlessly down there. the the mo the rickety bridge is pretty high off the ground, and unlike Scrooge McDuck, if you fall on top of us, mm. if you fall on top of a pile of coins, it will hurt. It will hurt
4: a lot. What's on the other side of the bridge can we see?
0: The other side of the bridge you see it opens up there is light actual natural light streaming down uh, from somewhere else and you know in the way that you can see there the other the room on the other side of the bridge it's very very large. You like feel a breeze coming in as well. It's like seeing and smelling the outside for the first time in this whole cave.
2: I don't feel good about this. Maybe you just go on without me and I can just uh, I have enough. No, in no, my... Kolo. Kolo, look at me. No. Look into my eyes. Yes, but you're going to try and like g- kiss my shoulder again.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no! I already did that twice. I won't. Ki- you don't have a third shoulder. <laughs> look at me, Kolo. You can do this. You can get Abel and me and yourself across. You just have to believe in yourself. <laughs>
2: Given Colo's given absolute sheer disdain for any kind of, like, tale or, like, you know, whatever, he's like, Really? The power of belief?
3: Yes, yes, Kolo, yes. This whole time, you know, through the mushroom cave and, and through the diamond fish and through that <laughs> steep ledge and fighting <laughs> all these things and, and bonding, something I'm realizing during our quest together is the power of the bonds that bind us. And you, Kolo, you are bound with trauma and sadness and pain to a past that you should just let go of. And I think as soon as you let go of that past, you'll learn how to fly again, but on your own terms. I see it every time you rage, when the ghostly wings come out, and I see the way that your face contorts when you look at them. It weighs you down. You just have to let it go.
2: Can Huang Ling please roll me, like, persuasion? Because I honestly think at this point... Carlo might leave the source. (laughs) (laughs) That's a 10
3: total. (laughs) I rolled onto the 20 and then off onto the 8.
2: I mean, I was basically just going to use my charisma as the the DC. So uh, the DC was only a (laughs) 7. I was going to look at Wang Ling and go, Okay, I believe. I think I can do it. Uh, I'm going to (laughs) rage. I'm going to rage and just start running across the bridge.
3: Before you do, I I reach up and I give you a little kiss on the forehead. And then I pat you on the back and cast fly.
2: Nice.
0: (gasps) I was going to do
5: something
0: like that too. (laughs) No way.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. I just get absolutely huge. I grab hold of these two and I'm like, just start running. Like, okay, here we go. Wait. What? (laughs) Oh, I am doing it. I am Koloterra. I have returned. My wings are back. I am going to be a paladin once again. My enemies shall quake as I enter a room. For my large and huge, massive size, I will be the most feared thing on these seven seas. Look at me. So incredible. My wings are not beating. How am I doing this? <laughs> it's Leave, Colo. I don't think that's true. I think it's just my. Uh, should be my wings. What? What's happening?
0: Hey, <laughs> hey, Colo. Hey, Colo. Can yeah. you make a strength saving throw for me, really quickly?
2: Oh my god!
0: Can I see whatever this is? It's happening behind you, so I would say no.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Hold that. <laughs> hold that for me.
0: Well, make a make a yeah. No, hold on, make a perception check first.
2: Well, I am rage. I did say I was gonna rage. Yeah. Uh, and I marked off a rage, and I get advantage if I'm raging.
0: Okay, then yeah, do that. No, that's good. That's good. Cool.
2: Uh, that's well. That's a natural twenty. So twenty-seven. <laughs> yes. I think that's good. Colo,
0: you feel a force try to slam you into the falls, one of the metallic falls, one of the golden coins falls. Mm. Uh, but you are able to push against it, and it almost like. Like a slingshot, you take the centrifugal force, and you, it f- only pushes you faster as you bank hard. I am
2: the one who pushes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: as you bank hard, and it only pushes you faster across the bridge.
2: What was that? Yeah, can what, what could we see? If I turn around, We're it's like... like oh, can we yeah, yeah. see what that was? Yeah, you
0: you could turn around. Maze. <gasps> ba- all bandaged up and he's a bandaged up and blood is like seeping out of the large what? cut. What? <laughs> Is seeping out of the large cut in his midsection. He's now holding another orb, another (laughs) metallic, another another orb, and he's like, "This is my chance! You're not allowed to come to my farm and take me or my father down, and I'm coming back for that bird." How far away is Maze? Um, I would say you're now like you didn't stop, right? So mm-hmm. you're now like you can be across the bridge if you'd like to, which is fifty feet as I said. Okay. But you can also fly back if you want. You're in the air still.
2: Oh, cool. No no that no That was
0: Maze did that to you, so it's your turn.
2: I, I think just pure instinct here, I'm just gonna I'm gonna whip out a javelin and <laughs> I'm gonna throw it. <laughs> I don't I don't give out second chances very often. And yeah. uh, he, he's just used here So, is done
0: Yeah, make, make an attack roll
2: I'm gonna use my sharpshooter feet here uh, So I don't have disadvantage oh Because it, even though it's outside of my normal range I right, get a right. minus five But if I hit, I get a plus ten to damage Jesus Christ
0: Oh, I love that <laughs> Yeah, that's what you get for using that unmoored feet, my man That's what you're doing That When you all had countries <laughs> Cola <laughs> was throwing
2: javelins, <laughs> studying the blade. That's a nineteen plus two, oh uh, so twenty-one. And I'm gonna use uh, my cloud strike again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me see. going kill this first. Uh, oh my god. Okay, six plus uh, that's a two plus two, uh, plus so uh, uh, fourteen points. Oh wait, sorry, no, twenty-four points of damage because I get a plus ten. <laughs> Uh, from Sharpshooter. So 24 points of damage, and he needs to do a strike saving throw where he's pushed 10 foot back. I think he's dead. In a straight line, as he just gets absolutely impaled by a javelin. <laughs>
0: Wham! <laughs> Maze is skewered through the center <laughs> against the side of the cave, just stuck there. Like, what? Why would you do this? <laughs> we invited alive. you to our home. <laughs> Why would you you invited oh, us uh, to your sorry, home? sorry. Second
2: attack. Another javelin. Like, like if he's still talking. Oh like, <laughs> <the>, uh. Wow. <Wham! laughs> yeah,
0: you. That one goes right through the corn cob. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: so yeah, no. There's nothing going on. There's nothing going on anymore. In the thing that it's, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool.
2: Yeah, I'm so sorry.
3: Wally is in the middle of saying, as you're throwing the second javelin, mm-hmm. maybe we shouldn't kill. Oh, wham! Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> what did you say?
3: Uh, never mind. It's okay. He, we, we did we... give him a second chance, and he used it to try to kill us. So
4: the the least we could do is not waste the blood. Maybe we should go back and and uh, maybe get the <laughs> get the. You know? Yes, actually, I could do it, getting
2: the javelins back, so I'll, I'll fly us <laughs> back. <laughs> unskewer him just to get the javelins back.
0: And the montage music begins again <laughs> as star wipe. Abel drains the blood. Now there's like a husk. Yeah, there's like an old wrinkly wrinkly baby corn on the ground. Abel's
2: wiping his mouth. Incredible.
3: I guess we really did turn him into creamed corn. <laughs>
2: I then go through a round where I don't rage. I then get small, and I'm like, oh, I know I cannot fly anymore because I have lost my wings.
3: Uh, h- has it been ten minutes? No.
2: <laughs> no. Oh, but, uh, but as in, but Kolo thinks it was because yeah, sure. of his wings that he could fly, so he's just like, oh, I have lost oh, it, I'm oh, no. so sorry. It's
3: okay, Colo. We can flap your wings for you, right, Abel? Yeah, huh. And I'm, like, lifting up the panel and <laughs> trying to flap it. <laughs> You can still levitate, by the way.
2: Carla just does like a really like, whoa, wait, wait, to the left. Oh, uh, no. Uh, see, see? <laughs> and we get across, Whew, that was cool. I did not know that you could do that. We, uh, that's, we should keep that in mind, that whenever we want, you can just flap my wings for me and we can fly. <laughs> this will be great. Yes,
3: I think you'll be able to fly maybe at most twice before we have to take a one-hour break? Yes, Abel? <laughs> okay.
2: It's weird that you know how much I can fly. I
3: think you can fly two times a day for ten minutes each, and then we'd have to take a one-hour break before you can fly again.
2: That sounds about right, yeah. Okay. I'm glad that somebody knows about the inner workings of my flying abilities. That's Yes. Good. Oh,
3: and before Incredible. we set off, I, mm. I do want to give Creamed Corn his burial rights. i forgot his name already. Maze. That's it. Right, yeah. Maze. <laughs> mm. I, I give him burial rights. Uh, I use my claws... Like, briefly, and I dig a really shallow grave, and I roll his body into it. After the javelins have been plucked out, I sprinkle some dirt over, uh, and I, I I pray to the planter.
0: <laughs> Directly on the shallow grave that you've buried for <laughs> for this guy, uh, a bunch of uh, green shoots come out of the ground.
5: Aw. Thank
3: you, oh great planter, and please usher this small creamed corn called maize into your... Paradise I'm not sure if, if a paradise exists really after I died it was all just black until I came back so um I hope he's resting in oblivion
0: <laughs>
3: okay I'm ready
0: incredible you fly across the rickety bridge and you land on the other side as it uh, as you feel the sun and the oh, and the wind coming through hmm As you walk through uh, Wang Ling, you hear, oh, nice, you made it. And you see that the alicanto flies up, and there are, like, 20 other alicantos flying around in this massive, massive, like, it's not even a room. It's, it's an area. It's like this massive area in this cave, this cavern. Um, you see the light is still. It's only. It's like two p.m. <laughs> You've taken care of this very quickly. The, <laughs> the, the afternoon light is streaming in, and just all of these shimmering birds catching the light are flying around each other, playing and diving, diving and bonking into each other and chittering at each other, and then they all come together and they start and they flap and they hover, they hover, and it comes together as a face. And you see that you're the Alicanto that was near you, kind of flies back and lands right on the nose. And together, they say, Uh, all three of you can hear this, and it's very loud. Ho-ho! What's What's up? up? Thanks Thanks for coming coming to my cave! cave.
2: What? The? Uh...
3: Wow! Alicanto,
0: you are many! We are, as, as a flock together, we come together as the spirit of prosperity. You have defended our lives and also all of the other stuff that was happening. Did, that guy had a, he had an orb of magnetism. That shit sucked.
3: We've got both of them now.
0: Oh, nice, you have two. Yeah, throw them down here. Just throw them into the infinite void. That would really demonstrate that no one would ever use them ever again.
2: Did you say infinite void? Kolo takes two steps back.
0: Oh, yeah, down there. Don't <laughs> worry. you wouldn't fall in there, though. Just don't fall.
2: I grab hold of the other two just to make sure that they, like, <laughs> <laughs> I know what Wang Ling's uh, tendency is just, just to walk forward. I just grab hold of his brother, like. Yeah, I was, I was
3: one step into the <laughs> <Yeah>. infinite void <laughs> before yeah. you pushed me back. No, no, no. Oh, Thank you, Kolo. Um, if we do get rid of these items that we did win fair and square, will we have prosperity?
0: Absolutely! I, I think we you give you know, a blessing of prosperity for, for being such, such chill dudes. dudes. Uh, I think one of us definitely wants to leave the cave. We've had a lot of fun being, uh, being locked up. And just everything that's happened over the last hour or so have kind of demonstrated to us that things could be different if we leave the, if we leave the high cliffs of this island. I think going along on your ship, I think it would be really... Uh, what, do they, what do they say? It would be really
2: neato. <laughs> that is what they say, yes.
4: They do say that, yeah. I think
3: we could be obliged. Abel, I think all we have to do is chuck those orbs into the void.
0: It's not really a test or anything. We just think that if there were weapons that, he, that actively made us feel bad, you'd throw it away and it would be demonstrated you care about our feelings. For example, if I had some weed killer here and I was holding it, and then you would be like, hey, put that down, I would, because we're, we're bros. <laughs>
2: yes
4: uh, consider it done. And uh, Abel with his back legs holds on to mm-hmm. one of them and does another somersault and flings it right into the pit. Incredible. And uh, make an arcana check
0: to see if you fly with the thing. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm <laughs> gonna joking. I'm joking. I'm going to roll it wrong, anyway. You can do it anyway. I was joking. Well, I got a 20. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Fine, fine. 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 We knew. Yeah. You, di- you remembered to turn the orb of magnetism off before you yes.
2: threw it into the pit. <laughs> we throw them both in. All the birds just get sucked in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, okay. All well, right. Anyway, back to the ship, I guess. <laughs>
0: Incredible! Ali Kanto number
2: seven will come with you. That's the one.
0: That's the one that you've been talking to. Majority. Can you promise me one thing?
2: Yeah. What is I cannot it? make a promise unless we know what it is. Don't say yes. No.
3: <laughs> Walling was in the middle of saying yeet. Mm.
0: <laughs>
2: Do you promise that every day will be as exciting as this one? That is impossible for me to promise. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Yes. What, what? Incredible! What, okay, wait, wait, what is the what is the penalty if we do not if we're not able to make <laughs> the next day as exciting as today? And the
0: Alicantos like fly around, they break their face formation. And the Alicanto that you know that you know and love uh settles very heavily on Kolo's shoulder.
2: Hi. Okay. This is fine. Hello, <laughs> uh, number seven, you said You can call me Ali, it's fine. Okay, we will call you. Okay,
3: over. Ali. I'm so glad you're free now and you get to travel with us. I think the captain
2: will really like you.
3: Or if the prosperity blessing kicks in right now, maybe we'll have enough to get our own ship
4: and go our own way.
2: I think we should do that. I like the idea of Abel being captain.
4: I don't, I don't know about captain, but I agree with that. <laughs> Let's get a boat.
3: Or maybe we don't need a captain. Maybe it can be egalitarian, <gasps> horizontal leadership.
2: I think that is a terrible idea.
3: <laughs> I, I caught call, I call dibs on captain for the first day.
2: And I'll turn look at Abel and go, do you want to make Wang Ling captain? Just like every day? Yeah, let's let's do it. That sounds great. (gasps) Really? I don't want it. Oh that's
3: so exciting! Okay, my first order as captain is no no. no one gets to question where we go.
4: I did just want to do a real quick post credit scene, Eric, on the way out of this cave. The camera might zoom in as uh, Abel says a few words. And I don't know. Did you see the ground of that shallow grave slightly become disturbed? Do you see maybe it's a little bit of (laughs) movement (laughs) there? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Maze's punctured body climbs out of his shallow grave (laughs) and follows dutifully after Abel. (laughs) But then Maze looks at the camera And says I'm never gonna forget this That's perfect